She hides all her problems behind a smile. Behind her smile is a world of pain and hurt. You think you know her, but you really have no idea. Unknown author. Hey sis, I've been in your shoes. I've wondered how to step outside of my comfort zone and live the bold and fulfilled life that I wanted and now know that I too deserve. I know what it feels like to struggle as a single mom, to struggle with lack of money, to struggle with lack of resources, lack of self-esteem, and all the crazy shit life throws at you sometimes. I have felt powerless, unfulfilled, unattractive, unsupported, and unwanted for years before I had my breakthrough. There's an answer for you too. You can live boldly, have the life that you desire, break generational curses, and overcome trauma from your past. Welcome to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. This is the mega center for all things wellness, where I will give you all of the tools, tips, tricks, and hacks to help you master your limiting beliefs and take your life to the next level based on the seven pillars of wellness. Every week, I will bring you advice, inspiring conversations, the conversations no one wants to talk about, the things you weren't taught growing up, and expert insight from industry leaders on various topics. Sis, it is time to stop just living and making it through the day-to-day motions. It is time to be well. make you cry sometimes i know some of y'all out there grooving y'all remember that from back in the day when you was little probably shouldn't even you didn't even know nothing about it but that just popped in my head when i wanted to do an episode about emotional wellness just to give you a little refresher emotional wellness is 
your thought it includes your thoughts emotions and the ability to deal with life's challenges y'all know life usually throws stuff at you multiple things at once it'd be like a one two three four five six seven eight nine punch not just a one two punch it'd be one through ten like just personally me the last couple weeks I've had self-doubt about starting my podcast. I had car trouble. Javen's car broke down and quit working. I started a new job, had relationship issues. Boom, college payments. Boom, iTunes is taking forever to approve my podcast. Boom, COVID numbers are increasing. Boom, somebody being diagnosed with cancer. I've known so many people recently being diagnosed with cancer. It's, it's alarming. Boom, somebody's in the hospital with COVID that I know, like a family member. Boom, here's another bill for you. Boom, here's a flight delay when you have somewhere to be at a certain time. Boom, how about we flood your hallway with your air conditioner leaking? Like, y'all know how life does. It throws all kind of stuff at you at one time. So how do we how do we handle that? What do we do to handle that? And that's what I'm going to go over in this episode. If I had to pick... One of the eight pillars of wellness that is the utmost importance, that is of the utmost importance, it would definitely be emotional wellness. If you can control your emotions, you can control your life, period. You need to control, we need to learn how to control our emotions. There's still some areas I'm I'm rusty in, I'm not even going to lie. I, if I see something, see somebody picking on someone who's not able to speak up for themselves, say elderly, a child or handicapped person, I'm going smooth off. So not even in a nice way. I'm just going to be honest. So that's my emotions in those areas. I definitely need to work on them. We all have areas we need to improve on. That is definitely mine. But have you ever been just so overwhelmed like you're an emotional wreck like just from everyday stuff it doesn't have to be from car trouble or things that don't happen all the time from everyday things like you're balancing work and school and kids your spouse you have a business your house is a mess or dirty you got laundry you need to do you need to go shopping because y'all don't have no toilet paper your hair and nails and toes look a hot mess you ain't had a feel in weeks you haven't done anything for yourself, haven't had a chance to have any personal time because your kids have been home for the past year because of COVID. Lord, I know, I, I know y'all know how I'm feeling and I know y'all can relate to that. But we have to learn how to get all of that in check. And here are some signs, just a refresher of emotional wellness is feeling good about who you are. Do you like yourself? Having the ability to talk with someone about your emotional concerns and share your feelings with others. We just had an episode about relationships that is so important having someone to be able to talk to, whether it be a counselor, a coach, a friend, your spouse. You need somebody to talk to about your emotional concerns. Saying no without feeling guilty. Your kids don't need every single thing that they want. You can say no to them. You you have friends that always want to go out and that's just not your thing anymore, going out all the time. Every once in a while, okay, but you can say no without feeling guilty. Or do you feel content most of the time? Feeling you have a strong support network, people in your life that care about you. Are you able to relax? Those are some signs of emotional wellness. So, If you are not able to do these things, then that may mean that you are not emotionally 
well. And we've all acted on emotion, which is one of the worst things that we can do is act on emotion. Because usually what we do is take out our anger and emotions and negativity out on the people we care about the most because they're there. And we often believe that showing emotion is a sign of weakness when I want to tell you that it is not. Get that out of your head. Showing emotion is a sign of being a human being. And it actually showing emotion and being able to talk about it, I feel like it's a sign of strength because it is difficult to do. Like just, just really think about it. How hard is it to be honest with someone and tell them how you truly feel knowing it could hurt their feelings? I feel like that's harder than telling a lie. <laughs> Y'all remember on Baby Boy what Jody said? He said, I lied to you because I care about your feelings. <laughs> Y'all remember that, but it's so true. Like, I feel like it's true because people you really care about, you don't want to tell them the truth if you feel like it's going to hurt them. So a lot of times you may not lie to them and I wouldn't encourage you lying to them, but you may suppress telling how you truly feel because you don't want to to hurt them. You don't want to be the reason that they then are not emotionally well, you know. But we have to get we have to get past that. Telling the truth truth is always best just tell the truth be honest be honest be honest be honest you will feel so much better about just being honest and getting it out there sometimes if you don't know how to say it just say it whatever it is I don't like the way you talk to me like sometimes you just got to blurt it out three two one go blurt it out get it out there so then you can at least open you're open up for a conversation about how you how you feel a quote that has stuck with me for a long time came from Rob Dial and I mention him all the time because I love him and his podcast and it's called The Mindset Mentor. Remember that a sign of emotional wellness is being able to relax and being feeling good about yourself and being content most of the time. And a quote that he said that it stuck with me is that suffering comes from you not accepting the way the world is. Suffering comes from you not accepting the way the world is. And emotional wellness is your ability to deal with life's challenges. You will continue to suffer if you do not accept how life is. Now, I know somebody is going to take this the wrong way because I've heard people take this the wrong way especially when it comes to like death, people are going, people are going to die. But when we hold on to what we could have done, would have done, should have done, that's where we bring on the suffering. You have to truly dig deep and get to a place where you are okay. Something that helps me be okay With how things turned out, I tell myself everything happens exactly how it is supposed to happen or it would not have happened that way. You have to accept that this is the job you have. You don't have to like it. You don't have to stay there. You can always work on changing things, but accept how it is right now. Be grateful for the times you had with those people that have passed on. Be grateful for what you have learned at this job currently. Be grateful for all of those things and you will not 
have that suffering. But it, it truly makes sense when I think about just my own personal life. I held on to suffering because I held on to the fact that I had to be a parent because I was present. I had to be a parent. I had to buckle down. I had to go to school. I had to get a better life. While I felt like my son's dad could do whatever he wanted to do. Party, kick it with girls, drink, smoke. You know, he just got to live it up while I had to be the responsible parent. And so I caused myself suffering because I felt like I was missing out because I didn't get to quote-unquote enjoy life like he did now I know that is totally not correct but just giving an example like you holding on to the way that things are can cause your suffering you holding on to not accepting the way that things are can cause your suffering so you have to truly see things for what they are accept that this is how it is right now And if it's something that you don't like, then change it. Best thing about being a human is that you can always change. So remember that everything happens the way it is supposed to happen or it would not have happened that way. So what from your past has made you suppress your emotions? Have have you had bad relationships? Were you a single mom or were you in the wrong relationship? Um... I feel like sometimes we feel like being parents that we're not able to show our kids emotions or show other people our emotions because it's like a sign of like weakness. We have to build up this exterior that we are strong and we we see all these people on social media. We only see their strength. We only see their power. We never see their weaknesses and their tough times. So... Just really think about it. What in your past has made you suppress your emotions? Or what in your past, was it your upbringing, was it your parents, gave you the foundation of how you're supposed to act on your emotions? I've recently become way, like way more vulnerable about my emotions and experiences because I've realized that What I've gone through, a lot of other people go through, and I can be a blessing and help someone else through being vulnerable. And also, I have the right support system and relationships now that allow me to be comfortable being vulnerable. So That's very important. You have to have the right people around you that are like, hey, you okay? It's okay for you to be sad. It's okay for you to cry and be pissed off and want to punch a wall and all of that. There's a quote that I recently came across by Brene Brown, and she says, vulnerability is not a weakness. It's our most accurate measure of courage. And I I love that. Like, that is so true. We need to break that old way of thinking that being vulnerable and showing emotions is not... um, it's not a sign of courage or strength because it truly is because it's it's hard being vulnerable and being, you know, putting your life out there and being judged by other people. But you're going to be judged regardless. So why not be judged and help somebody else get through something? That's that's how I feel about it. Your vulnerability and openness can change somebody's life. Like 
it can truly change somebody's life. You can show somebody like, I've been where you are and now I'm here and you can change too. If she can do it, I can do it, you know, that type of thing. So your vulnerability can truly change someone's life. I have this thing, like if I'm going through something, um, like I told y'all, like Javen's car broke down. I had to make college payments. I had to, my flight was delayed uh, coming back from Kansas. I, our air conditioner was leaking in our hallway. Like all these things were hitting me at once. And I could have just been pissed off and mad and you know, just shut shut off and shut everything down and been like, forget the podcast, forget everything. But instead, I'm like, okay, I, you have to learn from these situations. Who can I still? That's when I really seek to be a blessing to somebody else. How can I be a blessing to somebody else during my time of need, even though I'm in need too? Because I'm still blessed, even though all these things are hitting me at one time. So I seek to be a blessing to someone else and I only give myself 24 hours to sulk or to sit in that, you know, just the, just really be going through the motions. I only give myself 24 hours and sometimes it's less than that. Sometimes I'm like, okay, time to snap out, sis. You remember who you are and what you were trying to do. Anytime you are trying to do something great, you will be hit with all sorts of obstacles, issues, and problems. So get over it. You're either a problem solver or a problem creator. And I I feel like I'm a problem solver. But I give myself 24 hours. I think that was Beyonce who said that. She gives herself 24 hours to go through the motions. And then it's time to problem solve and and make it happen. And so that's, that's what I do. Another thing about emotions and being vulnerable, I feel like we have to make it okay, women, for men to be comfortable, to be vulnerable and open about their feelings. Because, you know, there's a stigma that they are weak or they are, you know, not a real man or whatever you want to say. If they do not, if, if they show emotions and express their feelings, and that is the total opposite. But we have to make it okay for them to be okay, to be vulnerable with us because when you have that two-way communication when you really are able to express how you feel to someone and are really able to talk to someone about your feelings there's true power in that and you can you know do some great things if you feel comfortable enough that this person has my back 100% so we have to make that okay for our men to be comfortable with that that is a big issue, I feel like, in our society and has been for a long time. And we need to, I feel like we've gotten a little better, but we definitely need to change that. How to check in on your emotional wellness. Do Am I okay emotionally? Do you just pop off like at the, can you just something little happen and you just pop off, you done, you cussing, you screaming, you mad? That's not emotional wellness. We need to find other ways to express ourselves. I I talked before about journaling. Journaling is a great way to get your emotions out, get it on paper, talk to someone. Are you able to ask for help when you need it? How do you care for yourself on a daily basis? My mom used to tell me all the time, even when I was younger, like a teenager, I don't care how much your check is, you should do something for yourself. 
every single paycheck, whether it be buy a new bottle of nail polish. Some You should do something for yourself to make you feel good. Are you aware of your bodily sensations, emotions, and behaviors when you are stressed? Get in tune with your body. Like, do you bite your nails? Do you pull your hair out? Do you just close yourself off in a room and not want to deal with people? How do you act when you are stressed? And if it is not serving you in a positive way, then find some other ways to relieve stress. Read a book. Journal. Go out with friends. Go for a walk. Get into nature. Go swimming. Do something like physical activity. I feel like really, really helps with emotional wellness. Do something to get active. Do you see stress as something you can learn from or something to avoid? Remember, these are ways to check in with your emotional wellness. So if do you see situations that cause problems or cause you to have anxiety? Or do you see these situations as something that you can learn from? Okay, what can I do differently next time? Maybe next time I should try X, Y, and Z instead of this. Or do you try to avoid these situations and issues altogether? If you try to avoid these situations altogether, this is an area that you can definitely improve on. Find some different ways to to de-stress. Like life is stressful. Like I said, you have work, kids, spouse, business, all kind of things hitting you at once. You have to be, you have to wear multiple hats at all times. So find things that you can de-stress from go skating go get your hair and nails done just like i said go for a walk like whatever helps you de-stress definitely maybe sometimes you just need to talk call a friend and talk to somebody go to church read your bible pray meditate there's like so many things that you could can do paint color play a game with the family cook like fold clothes, clean your house, like this, you know, everybody is different, but whatever works for you, find that thing and do those things often to de-stress or life can overwhelm you. So there is a podcast by Trent Shelton and I listen to him all the time. He is a motivational speaker. He is amazing. He's here in Texas and I just absolutely love him. And There was an episode I listened to and he talks about how to maintain emotional resilience. Some of the things he says are you have to understand what pain produces. Pain a lot of times produces power. Power comes from pain a lot of times because you don't even know, you didn't even know you can make it without your mom here on this earth until you had to do it. So that pain produced a power inside of you that you never knew you even had like that you don't think of it when you're going through the pain of course but that is crazy right you don't know that you can take care of these kids by yourself and go on vacations and have this amazing life being a single parent and your kids can have absolutely everything that they need and most of what they want. You didn't know that when you were going through the pain of your husband or your baby daddy leaving you because you were so focused on the pain, but that pain, you had no choice but to get through it for your babies. But look how powerful you became from that pain. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but that is that is bomb to me. Like, 
Pain produces power. I would encourage you too, when you're going through those painful situations, think like what can come, what powerful can, what powerful thing or situation can come from this? Also, know that whatever this place is you're in, if you're sad, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're mad, if you're angry, know that this won't last forever. If you choose for it to not last forever. He just said that it won't last forever. But I threw in that if you choose for it to not last forever. Some people decide to be angry for the rest of their lives. You have to decide, do I want to be angry? Do I want to be that mad black woman? No, you don't. I'm just going to answer it for you. You don't, sis. No, ma'am, no, Sam, no, Pam, okay? There's no other option. Do not... I repeat, do not bring a towel to throw in. Make it happen regardless. If you have to seek out professional help, if you need a medication for your depression, if you need a gratitude practice, if you need a weekly schedule to get organized to help relieve some of your stress, whatever you need, do not bring a towel to throw in. There's no other option but success. Figure it out. Be a problem solver. And you don't have to do it all by yourself. That's why you need those connections. You might not be good at creating a schedule and organizing, but your friend is. Ask her to help you with your schedule or your budget or whatever is causing you stress. You may need to get a counselor for your relationship. If that's causing you stress, whatever it is, do not bring a towel to throw in. What you run from only stays with you longer. Y'all, you have to face, we have to face those issues, these issues head on. Those things that you do not like to do, you don't like to budget, you don't like to plan, you don't like to meal prep, you don't like to work out, <laughs> like what you these these are my personal things y'all if you haven't noticed <laughs> what you run from only stays with you longer you're anxious you're depressed you're sad you're mad you have to face those things head on why why am i mad why am i angry why don't i want to work out why am i not going to the gym am i lazy do i just not have discipline like really figure these things out because if you keep running from these problems or issues you're, they're going to stay with you even even longer until you really dig deep and figure them out. They, they'll be right there. The monkey will stay on your back. You are able to process situations, problem solve, and work through emotions. Like I told you before, give yourself a set, set amount of time to really feel the emotions and take action. To maintain emotional resilience, you have to be able to process situations, problem solve, and work through your emotions, work through your issues, work through whatever is not working for you. You have to go through it, dig deep. And when I dig deep, you have to ask yourself questions. Why do I feel like this? Why am I angry? Why did that make me angry? Is there a situation in my past that made me feel like this about this particular situation? Is there a reason that when I see this person, I'm angry? 
You know, like you really have to de- ask yourself why questions and go deeper and keep asking questions till you get to the root of these problems. A lot of times we just want to, you know, things to just be better, but we don't want to get to the root cause of our problems and our issues and our emotions. And we absolutely have to because acting on emotion can get you in some 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 places you don't want to be in mentally physically emotionally spiritually that's all i have to say about emotions and emotional wellness i'm pretty sure there'll be some more episodes on emotional wellness but that's all i have today thank you thank you thank you so much for joining me on today's episode emotions make you cry sometimes y'all have a good one love y'all as always y'all i would love to hear from you if you want to hear about a certain topic if you want to hear from certain experts in certain areas shoot me a dm or a text you can feel free to text me at 817-937-8322 or shoot me an email overallwellness123 at gmail.com or shoot me a DM. Y'all can get in my DMs. It's okay. And my Instagram handle is the underscore wellness underscore homegirl. And you will see me on there with Nicole. So shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, or shoot me a text. I would love to hear from you. What have I said or information I've given that's like really clicked with you? That's really like, yes, I needed that, sis. Or what information do you want to hear? Like I said, I love to hear from you. This is all for all of us to make us all better and get the life that we want. So reach out to me. Well, that concludes this episode of the Wellness Homegirl Podcast with Whitney Nicole. Make sure you share the podcast to your stories and tag Whitney in the story as well. You never know, you may just win something for your support. Thanks for listening.